Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to Space Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Yeelan. And I'm Connor Flannery. This is our seventh official episode, and today we're going to be playing an NBA over or under game. Basically, how this works is we take a player and we give a stat, points per game, and we'll say one of us will give a number, which we think they'll average, and then the other person can either say over, he'll average more, or under, which he aver- he'll average less. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay, um, I want to talk about this guy, MVP candidate, Anthony Davis. Yep. I think we're going to be kind of like general here, round numbers, 30 points per game, over right. or under. This one's very tough for me because I almost put Anthony Davis on my list as well. Um, you look at average 28 points per game last year with Boogie Cousins for a part of the season. So I think that it's very conceivable that for without Boogie for a full season that he could average 30 or maybe even a little bit more. So I think I would go with over that he would average like 31. I I don't know. I don't know that I think that he'll make a bigger jump than like 1 point per game. I I think so he'll you, average more than like 29. I think yeah, he'll average. Okay. So I'm going to go with over. If 31, I had if crazy. I had to bet, I would have bet 30 on the dot. So I'm going to go with 31. Okay. Okay. Fair. So over. Or like, you know, 30.5 or something. Yeah, justification for this is he averaged 28 last year with DeMarcus Cousins on his team for part of the season. And I think there aren't that many scorers on this team. Agreed. Yeah. And definitely not that many shot creators besides maybe Julius Randle. Like, that's the only yeah. one I can... And maybe Drew Holiday. He's going to need to put up numbers like yeah, that. That's the only thing I can think of. And if he does... Is he in the MVP conversation? Real sure. Quick. Why not? Except yeah. I, I don't Team think... Team success is going to be the only yeah, problem then. Yeah, that's why I don't think he will. Yeah. All right. Um, my first player, Markel Fultz. I have a... I, my question for you is, will he average more or less than 14 points per game? Ooh, that's like... It's a, I would say it's a little bit high, actually. Like, But, but th- that's your number. I would say... Yeah. That's a weird number. It's, it's tough to do this on the spot. I would say lower, just because... Okay. I think that he won't be a starter, maybe. Like, especially right away. I don't think he'll be a starter with, like, Ben Simmons and J.J. Redick, Rocco, Sarich, and Embiid. And I think that they that Ben Simmons is going to be the primary ball handler, most likely. Mm-hmm. And that it's going to be weird to see if he can share the floor with Ben Simmons. I know yeah. Ben Simmons isn't a scorer. He's a passer. But mm. you have him as a shot creator. You have Joel Embiid as a shot creator. And it's not like Marco Fultz. We talked about this in our last episode. I, I'm under the position that Marco Fultz is in this spot-up shooter. Yeah. So, like, I'm not sure how he's going to get his buckets. I know he's going to be he's going to play well this year, in my opinion. But yeah. I don't know how he's going to get his buckets. Yeah. In, in his first real NBA season, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go under 14 points per game. Yeah. I'm super high on Markel, which is why I had him at – 14 but you can definitely make the argument for under just because there are so many good scorers on this Sixers team yeah yeah I I want to go I want to say that for that over 14 is possible 
just because I think that he's such a talented player. Um, just I, I'm still so high on him just because I liked him so much as a prospect coming out of yeah. college. So, okay, so, so under under's the final answer. I, and I also I like him to just prove the haters wrong. So yeah, <laughs> of course. So basically that's it. Yeah. Oh, also second part two of of Markel, we sort of talked about in the last episode is his jump shot and how much did it really improve over the season. Um, and that he looks pretty good for mid-range, but whether he can make the three-pointer is still sort of up in the air. Do you think he'll average more or less than one three-pointer made per game? Hmm. I think I think more. I mean, one right. three isn't, like, that much. Yeah. I realize, like, I mean, assuming he shoots, what, 30, 33%, mm-hmm. like, that's that's below average. Yeah. I think he'll I think he'll probably take three attempts per game. Three attempts? Yeah. So I, th- I think So you would ju- so three attempts and you would guess he'd shoot what, like f- would you would you say like thirty five percent for three or something like that? Yeah. Is that a good S- estimate? Some something along those lines. So it would be like one point two three pointers a game or something like that? Me I would say one or two made. I would say yeah, two. Yeah. I would say two made. You'd go with two made. Maybe, yeah, originally, maybe a little bit less. Originally, I had 1.5 three-pointers made per game over or under, but because we sort of debated whether he would be able to make threes in our last episode, I actually went, I, I brought it down to just one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I if I had to guess, I would go with about 1.5. I mean, if you if you take a look at the numbers, Dario Saric, who's more of a shooter, but he's also not a guard, Yeah, he only made 1.3 last year, and he took 4.2. Um, yeah. that's actually making me like be a bit more hesitant on this, but I would, I would still go above because like yeah. one, one is not that hard to do. Yeah. I would, I would say, I would say two. Yeah. But one is also respectable enough that you'd have to you'd guard, have to him, guard from him from three. Yes. Which is, which is a big deal just because then you could play him on the court at the same time as Ben Simmons. If you can, if he can't make one three pointer per game, then it's pretty hard to play them both at the same time. I think. Okay. Last year, Donovan Mitchell averaged 20.5 points per game. I'm I'm a bit ambitious here, considering they didn't really change their roster whatsoever. I think my over under Donovan Mitchell, twenty four points per game. I'm gonna go with just under. I'm I think just that, under. I think that um, just because he played, well, how many years did he play in college? Three, two, two. I think that. I think two. Yeah, it was two or three. Um, but basically, I just think that. Because he played two or three years from college, he's less likely to make a big jump than a guy who only played one. With I, a year, a year of NBA experience under his belt, I think means less to somebody who played, who's who's twenty years old, twenty one years old, as it does to somebody who's eighteen, nineteen. Um, so I just I and I think that also, I think that have to again carry most of the load on offense like he did last year. But with Rudy back for a more of the games in the season, Rudy will put up at least like ten or twelve, probably, right? Yeah, and then yeah, I don't know how many you, hours. You got a bunch of role players. I mean, right. Don, Don Joe Mitchell, Ingles, yeah, Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. Yeah. None of them are great scores. They're all going to average between ten and fifteen. I, I would say, but I would say that Donovan Mitchell would be like the primary creator and the primary like yeah, undoubtedly off, off the like duh, but off the off the dribble. He's the only one that can score, in my opinion, like right. well in, yeah. in high no, magnitude. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I just think that twenty four will be hard to. Will, it's just it's a big jump. It's okay to disagree. Four, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I think that I'm, I'm going to go with less, just because I think that four points per game is a big jump. Yeah, I would say. I hope he proves me wrong. Mm-hmm. I would like to see this Jazz team be even better than they were last year. Surprise, even more people than they did last year. Yeah. Um, 
So you'd put him under. But I would put him would at put like him the under. 24, 25 range. Yeah, um, I, that's that's definitely possible. But I'm gonna go with like 23 to 20. I'm gonna go like like 23, 23.5. Okay. Yeah, that's very similar to 24. Okay. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's so close, right? Because I mean, the thing is, if like again, like it's most of these numbers, it's gonna be like you name a number, and it's gonna be like pretty much. Yeah. Like it's gonna be. We would both probably guess this about the same estimate. Um, for me. My next one is Kawhi Leonard. Um, Ooh, that's he averaged he yeah. So so as the new number one option in the um, Toronto Raptors offense, he averaged twenty five point five um, two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, two years ago when he played the, his last full season in the he NBA, second place in MVP, MVP voting. So, do you think that this year he'll average more or less, more or fewer, fewer? Yeah, fewer. Grammar. Uh, more more points or fewer points than 26 points per game this season? More. I would go with about 27.5. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, this is, I feel like this is just a gut feeling, like off the top of my head kind of impulse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think while, like, I think Kyle Lowry might take a step back in terms of scoring. I don't Agreed. know what he averaged last year off the top of my head. I think it was under 20. I think it was like 19 yeah, or something yeah, like it, that. it was under 20. Um, and... Demar averaged in past years. Demar's averaged anywhere from like twenty five to twenty. I think he averaged twenty nine one year. Like two, really, two years ago, I think he did. Yeah, I think last year he was twenty seven ish. Yeah, I think Kawhi's Kawhi's a better scorer than Demar Derozan. I think he could definitely do okay. that in a system like and yeah. Nick Nurse's system isn't different mm-hmm. because he was really like running things on the offensive side of the ball in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I think I'm a big believer in Kawhi. I think this is a I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I think he'll be the same as what he was in 2016, 2017. I think so too. Yeah. No, I, I just, I put him at 20, 26 because I think he has more than enough talent to average something like 28 points per game. But whether he really is the kind of guy who's going to be super hyper aggressive and go out and try to score that many points or and whether he's going to be able to make a very quick adjustment to the Toronto Raptors system? Why? Just because like he's not satisfied in Toronto? No, not even that. Him? I think that he'll. I, I do think that he'll resign resign in Toronto next uh, next off season. But that's and a think, different episode. <laughs> yeah, and I. But I just I think that he won't walk in and immediately be able to just go off every game. It's gonna. I mean, like any player, it's gonna take a little bit of an adjustment period. Okay. I even though think- I, I, I obviously he's happy to be out of San Antonio, but um. I think I think there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Go, going time. back to Donovan Mitchell, like uh, to the point of that his his season average might go down because he has a slow start. Mm-hmm. Also, Donovan Mitchell averaged twenty point five points per game while in like the first two months of the NBA season. He like I don't know this for a fact, but I'm almost certain he averaged under like sixteen. Yeah, he was a rookie and like he wasn't mm-hmm. getting big time minutes or running the offense really. I think that that could be a factor in Kawhi I I personally kind of disagree I think he'll go 27.5 or 28 yeah but I mean do you think that he's going to be really taking that many more shots than he was taking two years ago I mean is is would you say would you say that like LaMarcus Aldridge and Kyle Lowry are like pretty equal and like how much they're going to be putting the ball in the basket no I'd say LaMarcus shoots more but I mean like 2016 2017 LaMarcus Aldridge LaMarcus Aldridge last year obviously shot shot more than Kyle Lowry did because LaMarcus Aldridge yeah. was would, playing without Kawhi. I would still but. say yes in general. I would still say yes that LaMarcus Aldridge shot the ball more Okay, than Kyle so, Lowry does. 
so yeah so basically what I, what I was just saying is that I'm not sure that Kawhi will really have much of a bigger role in the offense than he did two years ago that was basically the point I was making is like 26 points per game by the end of the season I think he'll be averaging more than that I think at the beginning of the season he'll start off at like 25 or whatever okay by the end he might climb a little bit higher what's your next player my next player is Joel Embiid um 22.9 points per game last season will he average more or less fewer than 24 points per game this season you really got that less and fewer thing <laughs> I, don't, I don't like i wouldn't care yeah, yeah. at all um 24 points per game that's kind of tough because that's very close to what he averaged last year and typically i'm like i'm a believer in joel Embiid, but i think people average fan might say like 26 27 which i think would be too low i would 26 27 is too low oh sorry 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 too high too high um, oh yeah but i guess i would go higher I think he'll be in the 25 range. Really? 25, 25.5, get up to 26 maybe, because I think Ben Simmons and him will just be working with more synergy. Mm-hmm. I think it'll just it'll just be a better system. But do you think do you think that with Markel Fultz going from averaging basically zero in an average game to you, you're guessing a little bit under 14, but something like 12? Okay, well, if you want to play it's, that game, then also they lost Ersan Ilyasova and yeah, Marco Bellinelli. That's true. Who did that? But they like? also bought them out, or they. they mm-hmm. But like they got, so that wouldn't contribute to the season averages because they got them in the last two months of the season. Uh, per, disproving my own point, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, you th- I think in the in a starting five that has, uh, Ben Simmons. JJ Possibly Markel Foles. I don't know who's going to start. JJ Redick. J- JJ Redick, um, Robert Covington, and Dario Saric with Markel coming off the bench. Then in that case, um, are they going to be? Able, is he going to be able to put up more than twenty four? He's still developing. Like he's the yeah, best no, center in the gonna, league. And best I, in the league. And yes. I don't think he's like hit his full prime. He yet. has not hit his full prime yet either. I think I think he's close to it, but I don't think he's hit his full prime. So no, I would he's say still that getting better. He hasn't played a full, a really a full like seventy game plus season yet. Yeah, um, so I would say, I would I would still say above. I'm a believer in right. the process. Um, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a believer in Joel Embiid averaging more uh-huh. than 24 points per game. Yeah, I mean everybody who's been listening to our podcast knows that you're the you're the Sixers hater and I'm the Sixers lover. Yeah, the two of us. But I I do think that it's there's a lot of guys who are gonna put the ball in the basket on this team, and I don't think that Joel Embiid's gonna really have enough touches to um put in more than 24 okay it could happen it could happen i don't you know play this clip back when when he averages 27 <laughs> right but, <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know that's my prediction okay next player this person averaged in last season he averaged uh 17 points per game the season before that he averaged 19 points per game i think mm-hmm. zach levine will average about 20 points per game in the 2018-2019 NBA season. I think, if anything, maybe above. I'm, like, very high yeah, on Zach above. Levine. Like, you, I, I you agree. Above. above? Yeah. Interesting. I feel like people aren't talking about that. Like, I think the general public may agree with that statement, but no one's talking about it. Ooh. Um. <laughs> okay, I said above. I said above very quickly because I, I like I like Zach Levine as a player. I think he's a very, he's a very talented scorer. But when you think about they. They got Chris Dunn, who's going to score, again, like a 10, 10 to 15 range. 
Um, they've got they just added Jabari. We'll see what happens, we'll but see Jabari what happens could then. or he could just miss the whole year. <laughs> he could with the, with the injury. Is it what? What is he? No, he, no, he has nothing. Oh, oh I'm okay, saying okay, this okay. Jabari Parker. I was is, like, what did I miss? He has no. He has yeah, no, no, no okay. He has no but knees. like at his best, Jabari <laughs> could be a 20 point per game score. Um, he I has. Disagree with that. But he he has in the past scored yeah. 20 points per game. So will he bounce but, back this year to 20 points per game? Probably not. But will he, he had, be? He had knees then though. Yeah, he but will no he knees. be? Will he average 15 plus? Probably. Okay. Will Laurie average 15 plus? Probably. Ooh. So. I don't, I don't know. Again, it's the same thing as Joel Embiid. There's a lot of scores in the team, but I think that Zach Levine will will be the probably the number one option and probably put up probably maybe, just I, over. I would say maybe Laurie Markkinen would be the first. The first option? I don't know. But I, I think I think maybe Laurie, maybe maybe Laurie's the first option. But it's up to Fred. I, I feel like I feel like Zach Levine is going to put up more points this year than Laurie is. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, I we didn't even mention Wendell Carter Jr., potential Rookie of the Year candidate as well. Boy, falsehood. But anyways, I don't think I don't have him for rookie of the year, but a lot of people are mentioning him as yeah. rookie of the year. Apparently, is it me or just is it just me that like people around the league for some reason really respect Wendell Carter Jr. Like in the GM survey and mm-hmm. in the yeah. rookie survey, they they had him in their they top tax. three for rookie of the year. I'm like, what is this? He like, if anything, he's yeah. like very like unlikely for his draft position to win rookie of the year just because mm-hmm. he's not like this big offensive scorer. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, no offense to Wendell. I, I met Wendell. I love Wendell. But, you like, met him? Oh, uh, dude, I never told you that. Yeah, I met, I met him uh, before the draft. That's crazy. I, like, right after I met Michael Porter. You met Michael Porter? Dude, okay. <laughs> did you not tell me that either? I did not tell you this either. <laughs> all right. I, I met both of them. They're cool. Um, that's sick. Um, I have a story about that, but for later. All right. But, um, but I'm going to go, final answer, I'm going to go Zach Levine over, okay. not by much. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't quote me on that because it could definitely be under. Because I kind of just talked myself out of over, but yeah. I, I'm gonna still stick with over. That was my gut. So okay, next player, uh, Kevin Knox. Um, Boy. Okay, continue. Kevin Knox. The again, I keep saying this in all of our episodes. <laughs> like, the Knicks have all... the Knicks have no scores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go with Kevin Knox. 16 points per game over or under. Under. Under? Right. I don't want to be that hater. Like I feel like I'm being this yeah, hater no, in this no. episode and last Most episode. Most people would say under on that. Yeah, I'm. I'm going under. You're in the majority. So okay, good. Um, like if you take a look at rookie seasons, usually the rookie of the year and the runner-up and maybe mm-hmm. the third-place player average above 15 points per game. Yeah. I don't think Kevin Knox will be the rookie of the year, and really? I don't think he'll be the runner-up. He could. Hopefully he'll be, hopefully, for us Knicks fans. I don't think yeah. he'll be that. While there is, like, while there is a gap to fill with Chris Asporzingis. What if Chris Asporzingis has an entire season, which is a strong possibility? It is. Do, does that, I, I don't, okay, let's, I don't assu- think let's that assume, happen. let's assume that that's going to happen. Okay. Which it may or may not. Does, okay. does he average over under? Does that change your answer? No. No. It, it affects my answer, but it doesn't change the result. All right. Uh, because I would say that. I think, as a, as a Knicks fan, this might sound a little bit weird to you. I think that Chris Dabbs should set out the whole season. I, I, we have talked about this. We definitely I agree you with agree you. agree with that? Okay. Yes, okay. so we can get high draft pick. Yeah, uh, all right. Go, going back to Kevin Knox. I, I, mostly for me, it's just like, why not let him get back to 100%? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also. exactly. Um, going back to Kevin Knox, I would say Tim Hardaway Jr. likes to shoot the ball. Trey mm-hmm. Burke likes to shoot the ball. Who knows if he'll start? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Courtney Lee, off-ball player, whatever. And Enos Cantor likes to shoot that ball. Yeah. And I think that those but, are that's enough usage where, like, I think Tim Hardaway Jr., you're going to make the argument that there's that they don't have a shot creator and that he'll be, like, the primary option. All right, here's what I'm thinking, though. Do they have a number? Do they have a twenty-point per game score this year? Besides Maybe Chris Dass, Porzingis. I, I mean, I'm saying, I'm assuming Porzingis is sitting out the whole season again. So do they have a twenty? Do no. they have a twenty-point per game score? No. No. So I that think, I think Tim Hardaway could definitely average eighteen. Yeah, he did like last year, right? Yeah. Like seventeen or something like that. So it's definitely, I guess, a possibility. But um, that somebody averages twenty. But to me, if you've got a team that doesn't have a twenty-point per game score. Um, 16 points per game for Kevin Knox doesn't seem out of the question. Okay. That's definitely a biased answer, though. I love Kevin Knox, so. Okay. I think Carmelo Anthony will average 15 points per game in this upcoming season. For context, he averaged almost 17 last year, but, like, obviously his production is going down, and that was an inefficient mm-hmm. 17 points per game last year. So I think I'm in maybe the minority. Not of like NBA that, players because NBA respects Carmelo, but I think he'll average. I think I'm. I think I'm like a bit on the high end of this. A bit. You're on the, the high end. You think? I think so. I don't think so. I think that a lot of people are still are very high on Melo. We live in New York City, so it's a little bit. It's a little, it's bit, a little bit biased, but <laughs> I think that you know, for most people, what I've I, I've heard most people be like, "Oh yeah, Melo's gonna have a great year." Again, New York City, but I think that most people would go with over on this. I think that. Um, I don't know. It, that's really tough. I mean, I I like to see. It's hard to answer when you don't know whether he's going to start. When you, I mean, I don't. I think he probably will, but we don't know one hundred percent. Yeah. We don't know. Um, and honestly, I I'm going to go over. I think just because, um, I like the way he, that he and the and the Rockets looked in the preseason. Obviously, that's not the best indicator, but he looked like he was having fun. He looked like he was accepting his role as I'm gonna catch the ball on the on the corner or on the perimeter and I'm gonna shoot it. And if he does that, then 15 points per game on pretty good efficiency is definitely possible. Okay, for for context, uh, the guys that he is replacing last year on the Rockets, the Wings, Trevor Ariza and Luke Mbamute. combined, Trevor Ariza averaged about 12 points per game and Luke mm-hmm. averaged seven. Point five. So yeah, I think I, that that kind of backs up. I think my that, answer. That, yeah, it does back up your answer. So I, I mean, I think yeah, I think that I think that at this point, Melo is still a better scorer than Trevor Reza. That's I, that would be very hard to argue that Trevor Reza a better scorer than Melo. I don't. I disagree. What? You think that Trevor Reza is a better scorer than Melo? Yes. I think he's a really. I, I think that the Rockets would rather have him on offense. Yes, because he's a better three point shooter. Is he a better three-point shooter than Melo? I really think so. Really? I, I think so. We can agree. I don't know. To disagree, but I, I think I don't. I don't. I don't know. No. Trevor yeah. Reza is Melo's got to be a better scorer than, than. You're telling me that Trevor oh, Reza is a, be, a better a, scorer a, than Melo? A better offensive player. He's a better offensive player than Melo. Yes. Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza is a better player for the Rocket system than Melo. Melo is a better player than Trevor Reza. No. Though. Okay. No. I. I'm saying the first statement. The the Rockets would rather have Trevor Reza. On offense. On offense. Yes. Overall, the Rockets would have rather have Trevor Reza. Off defense excluded, they would rather have Trevor Reza. Yes. 
Nah. <laughs> okay, I'm bringing. Nah, dog. I'm, I'm bringing. Uh, that was cringe. I'm bringing up these. I'm bringing <laughs> nah, up. Nah, dog. I'm bringing up these. These numbers. Okay, field goal percentage. Carmelo Anthony, forty. That's horrible. That's what Steph Curry averages on three pointers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. Okay. Uh, he averaged sixteen point two points per game, but like, I'm trying to get his three point no, percentage. Melo is a better scorer than Trevor Reza. It doesn't matter how efficient he is. Yes, it does. It matters. What are you saying? He's a better scorer than Trevor Reza. <laughs> you're trying to tell me that 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 Melo is a worse scorer than Trevor. Trevor Reza is a better shooter. This is how we came up with this discussion. Trevor yeah, Reza. I mean, no, you just uh, said no to that statement. Um, is he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay, okay. Melo is a better Perfect. scorer than Trevor Reza. You can't tell Mello. me that Melo is not a better scorer than Trevor Reza. Mid range, definitely Melo. Okay, but three Houston pointer? Rockets don't care about mid ranges. Yeah, that's kind of true. Would they rather have Trevor Reza as a player? Yes. On offense, With, yes. No. Yes. Okay. So that's what you're you're saying over because you think he's like this bona fide scorer still. Like I don't. I don't. I don't. Carmelo is not an all star. He's not a top. Uh, he's definitely not top thirty. Probably maybe top like forty player. player that's blasphemous. I don't, no. I don't know. I actually still like look at like okay. like yeah. look at a list. Yeah, so, you like, need to look at a list. I, don't, I really like. You need I don't to know. look at a list, my guy. Okay, so like for reference, like Ariza averaged like thirty, uh, thirty-seven percent shooting from behind three-point line on seven attempts per game. Wait, wait, say that again. Say thirty-seven percent. Thirty-seven percent from that's the three-point line. That's not a very good percentage. Yes, it is. It's it's thirty-seven percent. I would say I was a league average not, or above. No, that is above league average. On seven attempts per game, league like, average is like thirty-five percent or something. Okay. So that is above league average. Okay. But that's not like okay. totally like incredible three-point score. Okay. Okay. You would rather have Mel if you okay. think okay. if you think the okay. Rockets just on all okay the Rockets would rather have Trevor Reza than Melo. Melo is a better player than Trevor Reza, and Melo is and would would. The Rockets would rather have Melo on offense, and I disagree with this statement. You're because, like- oh, because okay, okay, we're we're going in circles. This is my final statement. Trevor Ariza is a better shooter than Carmelo Anthony. The Rockets what? don't. The Rockets don't need shot creators. Send this to your friends. We're gonna blow up for this. Okay, okay. Trevor Ariza is a better shooter than Carmelo Anthony. What? He, 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 he averaged thirty-seven percent from the three-point okay, line on, very on, good. on seven attempts, and Carmelo Anthony averaged thirty-six percent on six attempts. Okay, that's the realized, same. Yeah. That's the same thing. I, I just realized that. But like, bro, Trevor Reza has been knocked down for like five years straight. Trevor Reza is knocked down. You're right. Carmelo Anthony's not knocked down. This is, <sighs> he's he's a better scorer than Trevor Reza though. He's so much more versatile offensively. Tre- can, Trevor Reza, disagree. can Trevor Can Trevor Reza create his own shot? No, but the Rockets. <laughs> no, no, exactly. The Rockets. Exactly. The Rockets don't need him to create his own shot. They've that is, that is a pretty valid okay. point. Okay, but do you think that do you think that there's any team in the league that wouldn't want a player that can create their own shot and shoots pretty similar efficiency from three pointer over a player like that? Okay, can't create. Let's, their let's own talk shot. about what teams want. What did Carmelo Anthony get paid this offseason? Minimum. Yeah. Okay. What did Trevor Reza get paid this offseason? Ten or fifteen million. Yeah. Ten or fifteen million from the Suns. It was too one, much. That's no, too I, much. I know, but it was that's one. That's overpaid. It, okay, so what? He got paid. But, uh, I, but I'm also. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you that 
Uh, to to most teams in the league, a three and D player is more valuable than what Carmelo Anthony brings, which yes. is just a pure scorer, basically. But you're just discounting the D, which I understand. Okay, but that's but that's how the, that's that, how the that, discussion that, started. That's not the discussion. Yeah. Okay. Would the Rockets would the Rockets in a heartbeat still trade Carmelo Anthony for Trevor Reza? if they're in the you know if they're thinking logically, if they you know if their GM knows what he's talking about, then yes, because Trevor Reza is a is the you know is the Standard three and D player yes. that the Rockets like. Yes, Melo is not that mold, but he is still a better offensive I, I, player than Trevor. I, I, I understand what, like what you're saying with the whole like what team what teams want with the defense, but I just disagree. We can move on. Okay. La- la- right. Last player. Man, we're we're talking about this later. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we can talk about this for like two hours. Yeah. Continue. All right. My last player um, is Trey Young. I want you to tell me. First, I'm gonna talk, we're talking about his points per game. Then we're talking about his field goal percentage. First of all, Ooh, points per that's game, interesting. 17. Over under. Hmm. I'm. This is tough because like he doesn't have other scores really, but like yeah, it's I don't like John I, Collins, I don't yeah. think like he'll be efficient in it, which is why like yeah. you put that's up why that. That's why I talk about yeah. field goal percentage. I think lower. You think lower? I think really, because. Most slept on man in the league, Torian Prince. Most slept on man in the league? That's <laughs> yeah. a bold statement. <laughs> okay. He slept on, uh, okay. but... Okay, you know what I mean. All right, I, um, actually, I'd have to, like, look at a list yeah. of most... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. I'll have to... No, no, I got that it. That list in, is inherently stupid because then they won't be slept on. Anyways. That's fact. An- anyways, sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyways, John Collins, bucket getter, will improve this season. Um, who else is on their roster? Uh, um, um, this is I, the I, worst I, team in the league we're talking about. Really, no okay, one. No, else. Ke- Kevin Herter could shoot. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. <laughs> I just. I, I don't know. How, dude, names dude, dude, I don't know how they're gonna score the ball. Yeah, I don't exactly. Think, I, still, so, I still don't think it'll be Trey Young. I just don't think he has. You that don't ab- think it'll be Trey Young? No, I just don't think he has that ability yet. All right. I thought 17 points per game was even a little bit low, but. Okay, I mean, I'm going low. I mean, I'm I just going lower. I think that 70 – I mean, I just feel like this is the worst team in the league. Who else is going to score the basketball besides John Collins? So it's got to be Trey Young. And they traded him for Luka Doncic, so he better be putting up points. Otherwise, the whole world's going to hate the Atlanta Hawks front office. Yeah. Except for Mavericks fans. Um, <laughs> Yo, chill. <laughs> but I, I, but I, just think, I just think that Trey Young's got to average at least 17. But Okay. All right. There go. All right, so then let's talk about – Let's talk about the field goal percentage. Over or under 42% from the field? For under. reference. All right, for reference, he shot 42.2% at Oklahoma, and Curry shot 46.2% as a rookie. So that's way under what what Curry shot as a rookie. And Triangle is often compared to, to uh, Curry. Okay, under. Under? Under. I would say Lonzo Ball mm-hmm. averaged... Uh, had 36% from the field last year. Yeah. I, but, uh, of but course, that's, that's like historically, historically bad. Yeah. <laughs> historically bad. I'm just saying, like, Mellow averaged, like, 40. That's also kind of, like, historically bad. But, like, yeah. Mellow ad- averaged 40% from the field. You're, like, phenomenal score. We'll talk about this after. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep, like, throwing shots. Um, yeah, I would just say under because, like, I think he will be – taking a lot of like these crazy threes mm-hmm. because like i think he'll also be forced into a lot of 
he's, unfavorable he's so shots. short. He's like five, <laughs> like he's like five eleven, six feet, or whatever. He's He's left six one. That's okay. that's he's not actually. It's it's so hard as a player who's short and I said he's so short. He's not actually <laughs> short. He's short by NBA standards. I'm sorry, um, but as a player who's who's short and is not fantastic at attacking the basket. He's a, I, I he's, good he's good at attacking, attacking basket. He's got it. He's good at attacking the basket. In that he's dangerous off a pick and roll. He's dangerous as a playmaker with it, you know with his handle and whatever. He can finish around the rim, but he's not like a super like Colin Sexton is only like six one or whatever. Yeah. But he is he's known not, for attacking the basket. Yeah, Trey Young is not that player. So if if you can't attack the basket, I just feel like it becomes a lot harder because you're he's pretty one dimensional, right? Like he's a shooter and a playmaker, and that's kind of. That's kind of the extent of his game, really. Yeah, I would say the reason that I would think that he would average under than under like forty two percent from the field shooting wise is because he there's gonna be more than one or two times, in my opinion, there's gonna be more than one or two times where there like there's no one else to create the shot. It's low in the shot clock. Yes. And like you're not gonna give the ball That's to That's gonna like, be like most possessions for them. Yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> that is gonna be most. Of that yeah, you're not gonna give the ball to Torian Prince to really like. Yeah, no, like he's the go he's got to be the bucket getter for them. I feel like John Collins is a power forward. You gotta have like a guard has gotta on, give on the, the ball perimeter. to the power yeah. forward, right? Uh, but I would just... say yeah, there's gonna be several times in a game where he's gonna be forced into an, an yeah. unfavorable shot, and that's gonna be why his field goal percentage could be like lower than one might expect at forty two percent. No, I just think I think that his shot selection is not great. Like we're like I was saying like. He's not excellent attacking the basket, which means that at the NBA defenders can really just focus on shutting him down for from three. Go over the screens. Go, you know, go like just screens, yes. just like if if that's if that's really what he's looking for every time down the court, it becomes a lot easier to stop. Okay, so, so I just think I feel like his I'm I'm going I'm gonna go with forty two percent, which is very low considering you know when you compare that to Curry, but. And, and, you know, at him at Oklahoma, which was one of his main concerns. So it's basically assuming that he doesn't improve coming into the NBA where he's got more options around him, the, the defense. Um, what are they even trying to say? I don't even know. But basically, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just feel like 42% like, That's is low. at most. That's low. But I'm, I'm that's, saying that's even low. lower. Yeah. Like he, I'm he saying leveraged. even lower. Yeah. All right. All right. This was, this was very fun. It was fun. All right, All thank right. you for listening to this episode of Space the Floor NBA Podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed and you're watching on YouTube, leave a like and also comment uh, new players that you would want to see us do. Like if you leave mm-hmm. certain players, we'll definitely do this again and we'll take the players that you leave in the comment yeah. section. Uh, leave a like, subscribe on YouTube. Turn subs- on post notifications. <laughs> Always be notified when we post a new episode. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, thank you. And subscribe there. Drop a rating. Follow us on Instagram at Space the Floor Podcast and at Twitter at Space the Floor. And we hope you enjoyed. My name is Connor Geelan. And I'm Connor Flannery. And peace. Thanks for tuning in.